Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for December 17th, 2023. It is the fourth Sunday in Advent. Join in our call to worship. How does a weary world rejoice? We sing songs of hope. We allow hope to change us, to strengthen us. We tell the stories of what could be. We listen for God's word. We resist the temptation to give up or give in. We remember Mary's song. We gather for worship. We hope. We hope. Against all odds, we hope. Friends, this is the day that the Lord is still making. Let us worship Holy God. Loving God, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but your word stands forever. Allow your words to sing deep into the marrow of our bones. Allow your words to lift our hearts in hope that we might feel one day closer to your promised day. With hopeful and grateful hearts we pray. Amen.
ocean. No storm can shake my inmost calm, or to that rock I'm clinging, since love is Lord of heaven and earth. How can I keep from singing? Through all the tumult and the strife, I hear that It finds an echo in my soul. How can I keep from singing? No storm can shake my inmost calm. Or to that rock I'm clinging. Since love is Lord of heaven and earth, how can I keep from singing? What though my joys and comforts die, the Lord my Savior liveth. What though the darkness gather round, songs in the night he giveth. No storm can shake my inmost calm, or to that rock I'm clinging, since love is The peace of Christ makes fresh my heart, a fountain ever springing. All things are mine since I am His. How can I keep from singing? No storm can shake my inmost calm, while to that rock I'm clinging. Since love is Lord of heaven and earth, how can I keep from singing? Let us pray. God of today and God of tomorrow, we take a deep breath in and fill our lungs with you. For we know that you are here present with us as we pray. We know that you are listening. So with gratitude, we join our voices with Mary's song, for we understand that some days you just have to sing, sing gratitude for what exists, sing praise for what could be. Today we follow in Mary's footsteps and we start with gratitude. Thank you, Creator God, for filling our days with beautiful things like candlelight and freshly baked bread, evergreen trees and family dinner, creases in a good book, the sound of our dog running to meet us, and the comfort of our own bed beneath weary bones. We have so much to be grateful for. We sing a song of praise. However, Mary did not only sing in response to your goodness, Mary also sang for the future of your goodness. 
The Magnificat was a song of protest, a song declaring what the world could be, would be, should be. So today, Holy God, we also bring you prophetic prayers of hope. Turn injustice on its head. Lift up the poor and the hungry. Comfort the sick and the aching. Tend the lonely and the lost. And then plant a fire in our hearts to do the same, for we know that you are here. We know that you are present with us as we pray. We know that you join our voices as we sing. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture is Luke 1, 46 through 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever. And Luke 1, 67 through 80. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. How does a weary world rejoice? We sing stories of hope. Mary's Song 
a visit to a welcoming and affirming Elizabeth loosed Mary's tongue. She sang her truth into the stillness of a Judean village. She sang her truth in spite of Roman occupation and her own people's leadership's complicity. She sang her truth in spite of her youth, her unwed pregnancy, her poverty. She sang her truth because it was true and because of the joy that was within her. Zachariah's song. He sang his truth as he held his long-awaited son, John, in his arms. He sang his truth in that same violent, oppressive world. He sang his truth, breaking his nine-month silence, announcing the coming reign of God. He sang his truth because it was true and because of the joy that was within him. How can we sing songs of hope in a weary world? Let me share something I read a few weeks ago. It is an essay written by Ori Weissman. Ori Weissman is originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He attended the University of Michigan and now lives in Jerusalem. He is a novelist, activist, and digital creator who also works as the Grants and International Communications Coordinator at Israel Religious Action Center. He is also a scholar of the Hebrew Scriptures. On November 7th, a little less than a month after the Hamas attacks, he wrote this. I have shortened it for our purposes. I quote, I'm thinking about joy, which is a bit perverse, more than a bit. And I am more than thinking about it. I am seeking it. I weep often these days real tears, more than perhaps at any time in my life, but I'm not depressed yet, or not what I call imploded, a state in which I've spent probably more than half my life. I'm sad, and as someone who has struggled with chronic treatment-resistant depression since pre-adolescence, I can confirm that sadness is not depression. But extended sadness can lead to an implosion. Perhaps the sadness triggers it as a defense mechanism. Because when I am depressed, I often struggle to feel anything except a sort of generalized emotional ache and fatigue and malaise and hopelessness. So joy seems potentially medicinal, both in the Western scientific sense and perhaps in the sense of like indigenous medicine. But how can I seek joy when I am surrounded by death and not death from disease, but from savage human folly. It feels obscene to rejoice amid the slaughter when so many people I know are grieving for close friends and family members, and when so many people are dying in Gaza. Unseemly, disrespectful. I certainly don't want to numb myself as an escape, 
The moment requires grief and outrage and compassion. To lose that would entail a loss, or at least a muting, of humanity. So the challenge is to figure out how to function in this horrific and likely extended normal without becoming numb to the horrors. Joy, at least of a certain sort, might offer an answer. Because joy can be resistance when it's not escapist, when it's not the joy of the lotus eaters who say, as Tennyson has it, there is no joy but calm. I don't want to be calm, or completely and constantly calm, at least. Rather, I'm talking of joy with consciousness of the thing it is resisting, including both external phenomena and internal apathy and implosion. Joy with consciousness of the stupid carnage and suffering. Joy that doesn't exclude outrage and grief, but that facilitates them. Sojourner Truth wrote, I will not allow the light of my life to be determined by the darkness around me. Nourishing the light of one's life requires joy. But how is joy possible in these circumstances? In rabbinic tradition, joy takes precedence over grief. For this reason, if a funeral cortege and a bridal procession meet, the funeral must seed the way for the wedding. The son of dear friends, someone I have known since he was a small boy, got engaged just days before October 7th. They've been very low-key about announcing it. But maybe they should broadcast it as a gift for us, as an opportunity for resistance, as a proclamation of life and joy in the face of death and despair. Joy can have a religious dimension. One of my favorite psalms and one of my favorite poems is Psalm 30. The passage that makes it relevant to me is, What profit is there in me going down in the slaughter? Can the dust praise you? Can it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. O Lord, be my help. You turned my lament into a dance for me. You undid my shroud and girded me with joy. The figure of David here bargains with God as he faces death. The argument is brash and its premise quite radical. According to the prophets, God is surrounded by an angelic choir. But David presses the point that God desires human voices, praises and affirmations in language. And God's answer is tantamount to resurrection. Eulogy becomes dancing. A burial shroud becomes a garment of joy. And this suggests a method. Praises and declarations and eulogies all involve speech and often song, and it's important to note that both biblical and modern Hebrew use the word shirah for both poetry and song, similar to the link between muse and music, 
and dancing almost always implies music. One of the biblical terms for joy is rina, which actually means joyous singing. So I seek joy through music. I curated a playlist that I call exuberationism and add to it all the time. It's already over to 200 cuts. I play it loudly. It comprises songs and pieces of music that strike me as containing an element of exuberance from a wide range of genres, and when I listen and when I add to it, I always know without any need to remind myself of the darkness around me. Seeking joy doesn't efface or erase or obscure or diminish it. It simply refuses to succumb to it. It gives me strength to oppose its savage sources, to resist the awful tyranny of violence, to refuse implosion, to stand up and stare down the abyss and accuse it without becoming an abyss, to raise the banner of life in the face of death. End quote. Brothers and sisters, in this weary world, let us join the resistance. Let us resist the awful tyranny of violence. Let us stand up and stare down the abyss. Let us raise the banner of life in the face of death. How can we do this? because of the hope sung by Mary, the joy sung by Zechariah. God has given us the Christ. God has turned our mourning into dancing. God has removed our sackcloth and clothed us with joy. Let us thank God always for this inexpressible gift. Amen. Let us pray. O God of peace, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ, who is our hope. May we never forget to sing our joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's join in our affirmation of faith. We believe that hope can change the world. We believe that God uses ordinary people like an unwed teenage mother, for extraordinary good. And we believe that each of these ordinary people can make a difference. We know that grief, fear, and suffering abound. We know that suffering quells joy and makes it harder to hope. But we choose hope anyway. In the face of hardship, we hope together. We hope with God. We hope for a better world. This is our song. We believe. Help our unbelief. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. My soul cries out with a joyful shout that the God of my heart is great. And my spirit sings of the wondrous things that you bring to the ones who wait. You 
clouds burn. So from east to west shall my name be blessed, could the world be about to turn. My heart shall sing of the day you bring, let the fires of your justice burn. Wipe away all tears for the benediction. Family of faith, as you leave this place, you go into a weary world. So speak tenderly. Do the good that is yours to do. Choose connection. Hold on to hope. And remember that Christ took on flesh for you. 
you are God's beloved. So go rejoicing. The world needs it. Amen.